ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a brand new episode of the Long Lost Heroes podcast. I'm AJ. And I'm Frank. Got a fun one for you guys here today, folks. Uh, episode four of The Winter Soldier, The Whole World is Watching, uh, just dropped yesterday. Uh, Frank, uh, you wait so late in the day to watch these. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, what time did you end up sitting down to watch this uh, one? Oh, it was probably like 6.30, 7-ish. Okay. Which, okay. like... It's sort of like our routine now because we've had all of WandaVision to do it and this. Yes. I, I feel less compelled to uh, uh, be weary of spoilers on this show. I don't know. It, it's Obviously, I don't want to know everything that happens, and I didn't know everything that happens, but I think there was something about the mystery box element of WandaVision that was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> That this one is a little bit more predictable, um, and <laughs> just gonna yes. shout out our our loyal friend and listener Charlene. So thank you for listening, and I agree with you that the show can be predictable at times. But thanks for listening, and we would yes. love to know your further thoughts on it. Anything you know, it's not that the show is, um, you know, it's not like every week like you know exactly what's gonna happen. I just think that they the stills that get released as well as the the episode titles and people watching it super early in the morning, like you're going to get something. So like, I just try to watch it as fast as I can. Yeah. Um, and predictable doesn't mean bad. Predictable means no, like, definitely not. I, we've watched enough TV and movies in our day to kind of know how plots go. It's also and, the, you know, the craziness, the speculation of Wanda has now been fully reined in. Yes. And I think that, you know, we are seeing some really cool stuff, but you know, it is within the realm of the reality of this show. And, and like, and that is a fun place that we get to play this week specifically. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, uh, I, I think this was a good episode. I think this is probably one of the better episodes so far. But I will say that the pacing of this show is a little bit weird at times and that it was definitely one that I paused and came back to twice. Mm -hmm. um, what do you think about that? Have you done that, or do you just sit and watch them all in one go? Um, we've just sat and watched them. Um, you know, occasionally will there be like a dog barking, a sure. aka Toby, <laughs> that we need to stop or something? But we, it's not like we will we'll wait and come back later. I mean, for it to be fifty something minutes, and again, like all the credits in, in these shows, it's like more like probably forty eight. But, um. It, yeah, no, I, I'm able to get through it, and it, at this point on a Friday, like that's when we're actually able to sit down, and it's like we're, we'll have a drink, we'll eat dinner later, and we'll roll into it. So, definitely, uh, that that's nice, man. That's a good routine. Mm -hmm. Shayna has given up on this show. Oh, has she? <laughs> yeah, she's not thrilled. Um, but that's okay. You know, it's it's okay to watch different shows. Yeah. Everybody. Yep. 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 Um. So, uh. Let's pick up, you know, this episode has an, a nice cold open. I, I like the cold opens in this show um, where we, you know, go, immediately go back to Bucky and AO in Wakanda deprogramming Winter Soldier. Um, this is a great scene. Great scene. Uh, like you said last week, why we didn't think Wakanda was going to be a part of this show, like we're dumb. <laughs> yeah, we should have totally seen that coming. I mean, <laughs> he, he is going by the White Wolf. Like that's his alter ego now um yeah but you just see her going through the the words that we know so well uh in russian and him not ready to comply at the end of it or whatever um and he's super emotional as he should be yeah he's done he's not you know 
he's, he doesn't go crazy anymore. Um, so I like this scene. It definitely, you know, brings into context, you know, what he was doing out there in Wakanda the whole time. And, you know, I like that, you know, we don't get necessarily, you know, an outright, you know, relationship establishment between them, but I could see them going there if they did or if they don't. And it's just a, like a platonic, like respect kind of thing. That's also very cool. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was interesting to see them there and they're pissed, you know, they're like, you broke him out. Like that's, that's some bullshit. Like we're going to give you eight hours and then we are coming to take him because he killed the old King of Wakanda. And that is some bullshit. And he needs to be dealt with for that. Yes. Yeah. Um, but you know, they, they don't really mention T'Challa at this point, which is, is probably no. good, but they're, they're making sure we're still thinking about Wakanda and those characters. Um, well, he's a king, you yeah. know, that's something that they haven't really even explored, you know, really a lot is like he's he's in charge of everybody. So it's maybe not necessarily him that goes on missions like this. You know what I mean? <laughs> to kind of be like, hey, like <laughs> we're going to send the king to go threaten you. He could send this awesome team of really badass ladies to go do it. Yeah. Not going to do it this time. <laughs> going to go himself. Yeah. He's very high profile. He's been gone for five years. He's just need, he needs to catch up on on all the kingly duties. <laughs> Yeah, immediately. No, that's not going to happen. Um, um, so what I like about this show is it kind of gets immediately into like the gray areas of, you know, what's going on in, in this world and and kind of portraying our heroes and even our villain, you know, kind of in very different lights than, you know, we've seen them in the movies so far. And they kind of explore this. And I think in Winter Soldier a little bit and. You know, if you look at it in certain ways in, you know, parts of Civil War, but I think this is really more of the where they're going to go with this going forward, which is, you know, everybody's going to be doing a little bit, you know, gray area stuff sometimes now anymore. They are. And, uh, you know, I think every character kind of has their own lines that they will or will not cross. Um, But obviously, like, in, in terms of talking about Carly, it's like she's got this, like, mission she's on and she she thinks she's like better than other people in, in that way but she she even outright says well i'll, I'll kill them and i do it again right so like then there there's this like okay well and then part of me is like what about kind of the way she's acting like and this goes back to you know og captain america like the super soldier serum it like changes like your, your brain too, you know? Right. Like uh, I love the line of uh, Stanley Tucci that it, uh, good becomes great. Bad becomes worse. Right. So if you're in the gray, you get grayer, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. Uh, I also would be curious to see if this new version, kind of what they, more they said in the um, earlier episodes, like it's more subtle, right? Like you don't have to, like she's not as big as you know Cap Steve Rogers was after he took the the super serum. Totally, like he was a small scrawny guy. He became big dude. Like she's her same size, but you know it's interesting to see that psychosis is like clearly linked with this. And then you kind of see where Baron Zemo is coming from, you know, with that, with kind of this new uh, theory in in uh, Marvel at least, which is like that superheroes are kind of fascist, right? That mm. like the fundamental idea that like you're going to be a super powered being and you're going to run everything and that's you and you are the supreme being and they're all under you. Like that's a supremacist thinking. Yeah. And you know, uh, 
it when Baron Zemo says this to Falcon, he's kind of like, "What? Like, you, I don't get you, man." Uh, but I think by the end of the episode, like that point is really driven home, and it's definitely for the MCU. I think a good level like theory question as good as like you know Dark Knight for the first time, where it's like you know you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain, right? You know, like that. Well, when do they? When are there other examples when they deal with these big questions like this? Well, the the other one that's big to me, and that I'm sure we're gonna get soon, is like is Homo Superior, right? The mutants, like, are they? And this is Magneto's big thing. Like, are mutants better than human? beings and should they be the ones ruling uh, you know the world or are they just the same as our, your normal wonder bread brand human being um, which is you know the Charles Xavier side of thing and that we need to be able to to cope and, and live together and while that mutants are are something that happens genetically uh, these people have this choice that they're making by taking the serum and I think there is a little there's an added layer there that it's like, this is out of your, because you're choosing to do this, that also puts you more in the line of like the supremacy side of things because you want to be better than other people. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited that they have this for this show because we don't have with great power comes great responsibility in the MCU. And Mm. I think that it would be important to kind of start rooting new thoughts in phrases and that's okay yeah and that like you can start to like explain to the kids why we watch these <laughs> you know like it is about the questions it is about what does this all mean and like it doesn't always have to be the week-to-week craziness like we can have actual deeper meaning to these ideas and, and i'm so here for that yeah um okay carly you know i think we pick back up with her and she's pissed that like she's getting this bad media coverage i don't I don't know if she's like, you know, frustrated that it's not, um, you know, getting more people to her side or that she doesn't like being depicted as this like kind of a villain character. But, uh, you know, she makes for, I think, a very interesting bad guy, bad, uh, a very interesting villain. Yeah, because you, you do really feel for her in in like the way the world was. And I, you know what we need? I'm sorry. We need a show or something set in the, during the blip. Like, Oh yeah. That would be cool. Just like expand on that idea of how different everything was. Um, but, uh, yeah, she's, this is where it's, you start to see like the twisting, right? Because it's like, yeah, you just killed a bunch of people and even your followers are kind of like, that was probably, that's not really what we're about. Um, but, she she doubles down on it and but then you have this like great sequence with like this this mother figure to her that was a mother figure to a lot of these people um who who passed away and they have this funeral scene and she says all all this stuff um that i don't know you you really understand like kind of where she's coming from and, and you make her sympathetic but like yeah, she she's definitely crossing that line, um, and and she's I think she's losing sight of the line too, or she's moving it. <laughs> yeah, you know she's kind of like Wanda. She's trying to see where her powers are going to take her. You know. Yeah. Um, I'm totally again really I really like her. Um, but you know, 
ultimately she gives this kind of like speech about, you know, growing up and not remembering her family and like kind of having a, a really tough and hard upbringing in this, you know, different kind of crazy existence. We don't know nothing about, uh, I could totally see a great Hulk movie set during that time. That would be cool. Oh yeah. Um, like make him do that. Show us, you know, like, <laughs> show us when he becomes smart. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see him deal with shit. That would be great. Um, yeah, man, where I think that this kind of like, it, you know, again, like to go back to the gray areas is like we try to see Falcon and Bucky trying to find, you know, where they're supposed to go for this location. They can't find it. And ultimately, like Baron Zemo goes up to these little street rat kids and gives them candies. And then he tells them exactly where they need to go. You don't take candy from strange people. <laughs> like this is just like this is a bad scene. <laughs> like like they should have not. I, I didn't I did not like this. And like. It shows us that we're not supposed to trust Zemo, but that also he's very worldly and he understands how to really learn information. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, and, uh, and I didn't understand. I don't, I don't like it. And I didn't understand why he was like, "Oh, it's our secret." Uh, and then he basically told them. I guess he didn't reveal everything, right? Like his leverage was like, "I know where to go now," but he right. didn't want to tell them right away. But then he's like, "Okay, yeah, I will." But you have to follow me, otherwise I'm expendable, which makes sense. Because uh, he knew that the Dora Milaje were coming for him, and he doesn't want to get caught. Right. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, and then at this point, when, when they start going there uh, to the funeral, John Walker and Lamar show up, and he's just coming in way too hot. <laughs> you know, this guy, like... <laughs> Could he be more hateable? <laughs> like, you know, like it's 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 rough, you know, and I feel bad for him that fans are being such assholes to him, which is like totally not what this is about. But really, I, I implore you, do not write at this guy, Wyatt Russell, because he's playing a fucking character you don't like. You are a baby. Yeah, that's like, that the is point. not what this is about. That's the point. You're supposed to not like him. <laughs> Guys, he's, pay he's attention. acting. You schmucks. <laughs> John Walker, this motherfucker. Um, all right. So, yeah, he's he's just like a dick. And, you know, he's tracked uh, our, our gang of heroes um, as they're about to go into this funeral. And they know that they're going to find Cartley. And he's like, no, no, no. I'm taking over here. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do this. And, and he's, like he's just like yelling such a, in the a shrunk about it. And he's like, it's like, come on, rein it in, buddy. Like, the, And this is where his subtlety of being Captain America is not like, I mean, how many times do you remember? Steve Rogers just like whispering. <laughs> I love the Steve whisper. Like he doesn't yeah. know how to whisper. He doesn't know how to be to blend in. I mean, you stand out. You got red, white, and blue all over you. Like, and you're in Latvia. You're you're not supposed to be here. So well, he's he can be Captain America, but he's not an Avenger. Like, there's a, there, those are two different oh, things. You know for what I mean? Like, sure. like when you graduate to that class of Avengerdom, like that is literally the highest powered level of super beings on the planet. And like he's just a super soldier. Like there's gods and synthesoids and fucking magical witch people. Like there's crazy levels of powers that Steve was on there with. And he's on the low end of that spectrum. Yeah. But he's the fucking leader. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like there's a difference. But that, that's again, back to his character as like, that's right. why he, his good became great when he took the serum. Um, but I, I love the beat that it's like, no, 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 Sam. Sam says, I'm going to go in there. This I have training for this. I have like, this is a great callback to, um, to 
the Winter Soldier film that he, you know, works with people who deal with trauma and PTSD and like him going in makes so much sense. Like, of course, and they have to convince John that, that this is the plan. And, and until he gets uh, too antsy and can't sit still, it's going pretty well because there's an amazing conversation that happens between Carly and Sam. Yeah. Um, it's the heart of the episode. It really is. Um, it's, it's a great scene. So, and it's kind of like Sam playing, you know, really, I would say sweet and just like being like un- trying to be understanding of where she's coming from. Cause you know, she's justifying all of the stuff that she's trying to justify all the stuff that she's just done by killing these people. And he's like, okay, like, uh, I, I, <laughs> I don't know if I can go there with you. Yeah. Like I understand your mission, but I don't understand your, or agree with your methods. Exactly. And it, you know, that's so it's a it's a really great scene and you could see in that moment that she's like you know what maybe i should go with this dude yeah and uh you know we can kind of figure this out and you know i won't get in too much trouble because ultimately she's you know is she a huge level threat where they're gonna throw her away forever and ever and ever i i don't know you know there's the world is in a different flux at this period but she did some bad shit and now she has to reckon with that Mm -hmm. um yeah but uh, of course uh you know (laughs) this fucking guy right well and i think it's like i do think of anyone in in the show like at this point you you do feel like sam channeling his inner steve rogers and his like kind of the way he talks to her and and i do think like it is also very sam of him but i just think that that conversation and i want to go back and watch it because i think it's it's really interesting how they interplay and how like calm there they are. Right. Like it's like, yeah, yes. we, two people can go into a room and they don't need to start with fisticuffs. Um, no, definitely not. But John absolutely runs into a room and wants to, to throw Just fight, <laughs> fight, uh, uh, which like, yeah. And then everything goes to shit from here because um, she wants to escape. And then the other super soldiers around and, and there's fighting ensues, but, and unfortunately, what what comes out of it is like she doesn't know if she can trust him anymore. And so her first thing to do is to threaten Sam's sister, like going and calling Sarah. Like what? Yeah, that was that was weird. Um, um, you know, we're we would like her. We're seeing her, and then it's also here's this character like we are supposed to really care about, but we didn't get really a ton of. Like we get her in an episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would have liked being able to cut back and forth to her. I think that um, would have been beneficial. Um, but, you know, we, what we do you un- think? Yeah, I, I think having more time with her, like, like, I think even when we're on episode two, it's like, okay, we're just like leaving that plot thread. And we left all of the, uh, the Bucky therapy stuff behind. Like, we're, they're moving fast. Um, and would it benefit from having a little bit more time dedicated to those those threads? Probably. Uh, but we get it. We know what they're going for. Um, Sam doesn't want his his nephews and his sister to be threatened. Um, but like, so so basically, she gives him the the coordinates of where to meet Carly again, um, saying to come alone. Of course, this time he's not going to do that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's she she definitely like lays it on thick she's like i <laughs> like t- describing like the whole 
uh, area about the dock and everything. It's like, yeah, she's she's being a little twisted here. This is yeah, this is she's dark, a spooky. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah. let's talk about her plan because I like it because it's very similar to I think the Joker's plan mm. in Dark Knight. Um, which is I think I want it going out and saying I want to kill Batman, <laughs> but really you don't want to kill Batman. You want to destroy Batman's character in front of his in front of the Gotham City, but in this time it's the world, mm-hmm. right? We didn't have phones in two thousand eight yet, so right. like I think this is a fucking genius plan. Do you think this is the full realization of her plan, or do you think that she really just wanted to kill him? I think, uh, yeah, I think she wanted to kill him, and I think this is probably like what we'll see next week is like this is way better. This is way better. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, oh, I couldn't have anticipated this. This is, uh, this will destroy his image even more. Cause like I was saying that this to Megan afterwards, it's like, can they, can there even be another captain America after this? Like, yeah, at the very least, like that shield's got to go up, uh, in, in, in the, in the vault for a while before you can put someone else out there. Cause that is bad. Like they're gonna have to figure, you know, they're gonna have to do a public apology. Yeah, major He's PR give up. <laughs> Like it's really that is everything you do not want to happen. And now he's also what I think we're led to believe a total super soldier at this point. Yes, and so this is where maybe we went a little bit out of order. But uh, so I'm, let's. Uh, all right, so let's bring it back to the super soldier serum discussion. The super soldier serum. Yeah, she, I mean, she's talking to her guy, this guy that, you know, we hadn't seen before. So, you know, there's a mark on his back. We just watching him. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, not, he's, he's not gonna, he's gonna die. Uh, and she's got all the files. And, um, like, basically, when they go to, to meet her that time, she's got all the files. Zemo's there. There, shit goes down. And, <sighs> I guess at this point, once all the vials get destroyed, we see John take one. And so this mm. sort of initiates this conversation throughout the episode. Uh, Zemo has it with, with Sam. So like, if you had the ability to take the serum, would you? Right. And then John also asks this to Lamar. And, and so you get kind of two different theories on it and two different perspectives on it. Um, on, on Sam's side, he says, no, I wouldn't take it. Um, for, for various reasons, Lamar says, yeah, I, I would totally do it. Like I imagine if we had that back in Afghanistan, yada, yada, yada. But like Lamar doesn't know that John has either already taken it or has it on his being at the moment and is like toying with this idea of doing it. And right. <sighs> It's it's very interesting stuff. I mean, like, and I think that's one of the things that I, I I've seen like on the internet. It's like, if you had the ability to take a take this serum, would you? Um, you know, um, it's a good question. Uh, I think probably yes, but that's only because I'm a total egomaniac, and like, I would have to have somebody stop me. But like, I think yeah, I, and I think if you. I don't know. What about you? <sighs> I don't know. I it's kind of like I would have to have a, an idea of what I would use it for. I guess I'm, I'd be less inclined to do it. Um, 
because it's like, what am I going to do? I'm just going to go run around DC, like on your left. <laughs> like if there was like a greater calling sure. and a need for it, it's like, okay. And yeah, maybe if I had the opportunity to do it. Um, so like you would have to be in the program and then somebody's like, okay, like, uh, let's, let's, you know, we need Frank, you need to join up because we need you to go fight, you know, Nazis part two. Are you ready to go? And they're, and they're like, well, hold on. We, we're going to give you this special sauce and it's going to make you super duper strong or we don't know. But like only in that level of situation, <laughs> like I just can't see being like, yeah, my day to day, I'm going to need to be a super soldier. <laughs> right. Um, I don't know. I, I think I could use it to do to do good in my day to day life, like just not have to never have to rely on a moving company ever again. Mm. That's a great feature. Um, I could carry all my dry cleaning at the same time on one hand, anywhere, everywhere, forever. <laughs> um, think, uh, you know, if I was really fast, well, like it would definitely save the planet if I'm driving less. You that, know, if that, I could run. That's true. I, I guess this goes into like the uh, the conversation that as a mostly superhero podcast <laughs> that we've never discussed. Right. What would your superpower be? Which we can get into at another time. <laughs> right. Totally. Um, so, but yeah, I, I think those conversations are fantastic. Um, Zemo, just like, Zemo's so delicious in this episode. Yeah, man. He's, he, um, Daniel Brule's a great fucking actor. And he's like serious high level talent for a TV show. Yeah. So I think he's, I, he's, he's great. Um, you know, he's been doing a lot of press. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you know, we would be remiss to not talk about the, uh, the extended Zemo dance sequence <laughs> that, uh, Marvel released, um, which was very funny. You know, at some point, uh, Daniel Brühl was doing press and somebody asked him about the dance and he's like, what do you think about, you know, becoming a meme and like the whole dance sequence? And he's like, well, actually it was much longer and you know, it was cut for time, but really it was this guy who's been locked up and has gone through all this trauma and like finally finds himself, you know, in the situation. And I like kind of really went out for it and good on Marvel for saying, yep, we, we've got it. <laughs> and they put that shit right the fuck out and you could go watch it on loop for an hour on the Marvel YouTube. But trust me, you can just click, you know, off after the first minute or two, yeah, yeah, which will yeah. be fine. I also love the joke in this episode of uh, that. Sam was like, Oh, you're going to do the hell head tilt thing. <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he identifies um, the the little ticks of his partners pretty well. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> yeah, you fair. think? <laughs> um, I like that Sam's one of Sam's superpowers is like knowing his teammates, like knowing psychology of the other people he's working with. Like, and I think that they're doing that pr nicely throughout each episode. Yes. Um, it definitely you know enriches what he's able to do. Um, let's take, let, let's take it a second and give out a, an ad for stamps.com. Um, no, uh, Sharon, the power broker, uh, this theory is, I believe coming into fruition. And for the first time, I think we're, we're definitely onto something here. Yeah. I'm just gonna say, I said it first. You did. I saw you articles out there last week after, uh, after we recorded. So happy that other people thinking it too. Uh, but Everything that happens this week, still, like, as much as they're like, oh, yeah, he's this, he, the power broker, he's mad about this. Uh, I still think that there's a, a high possibility that they're going to try to pull a rug out from under us 
by the end of this and be like, oh, she's a power broker. Um, and you also have a theory because of her phone. Yeah. So uh, a couple of years ago when the movie Knives Out came out, Ryan Johnson was doing press. And he, somebody, they got to the topic of how they use iPhones in movies. And he said, you know, he gave this very interesting quote where he said, you know, Apple is very interesting with how they let you use their movies and films. You know, uh, a bad guy cannot be seen using an iPhone in your movie. So your good guys can have iPhones, but your bad guys cannot have iPhones. And last and this episode, we see Sharon on the phone. She is definitely not using an iPhone, and we totally see Bucky use an iPhone. <laughs> so I, I think, you know, it may not be a direct giveaway just yet, and maybe they're playing with the rules, but I, I think Frank is definitely onto something here, my friends. Yeah. Um, and, you know, even, even when Carly's like, oh, I'll, I'll deal with the, the power broker later, like, no one really knows who the power broker is. I don't think they're giving that away yet. Um, no. And for Sharon to be just like calling in and try to give them updates, like just seems a little strange to me. Um, I, I know that we're supposed to believe that she's a friendly and wants to help, help them out. And that's the way that they're going to play it off. But there's going to be a big talky talky moment later on. And it's like, actually I was playing you all along. No, absolutely. That's totally coming. Yeah. Yes. You're a hundred percent right. Um, with that in mind, uh, we're getting close to the end of the episode here. So, um, okay. So, at some point, um, we're now on the run to go catch uh, Carly um, after it's been, you know, revealed that, you know, they're trying to set up um, Captain America. And it's a really great extended battle sequence. It's definitely, you know, on the level of fight choreography with Winter Soldier. Yeah. And really doing some really great close up action stuff. So the stunt performers and also the actors who are doing the stunt performances are doing a great job. They're awesome. Yeah. You got the the Bucky jumping off a building thing. <laughs> you, yeah. You've got some really great uh interplay with, with Falcon and the wings. Like he like I love that he can do that and it's not just like, okay, I'm gonna fly around really awesome and like in big open spaces. The way he uses it in like close combat is really, really very impressive. strategic. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, and then we see John, you know, using the shield and stuff like that. But basically, as he's like going through, there is a, a shot that you see him like bend a, a metal bar. And it's like, yes. fuck, what did you do? Yeah, that that's game, that's game over, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, I, I think we we saw this coming. We knew he was going to take it um, because you could see it in his eyes that he he wants to live up to this legacy and this image of, of Captain America in his own twisted way. But he, he doesn't think he can do it just as a regular man. Like when he gets his ass handed to him by the door Melage and he's like, but they were just regular people. They're not even super soldiers. Like it's like, yeah. Uh, they're fucking badass <laughs> and you, you're not as well trained as they are. Um, but like, that doesn't mean that you need to be a super soldier to, to combat these other people. You just like, you need to be smarter. Um, but yeah, That's so, yeah, definitely. And it, you know, the Dormelage fight sequence is, is really excellent. And it, you know, <laughs> I loved when, um, 
Walker gets up after it and he's like, they weren't even, su- they weren't even super powered. <laughs> like, yeah, they're just good fighters. Yeah. Like they, they, they kicked my fucking ass. Like, you know, like, uh, you know, it, it's, it's tough. They, it's interesting for a bad guy, you know, where you're supposed to maybe consider rooting for, they don't do a good job of really giving him more history and more grounding. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I feel like you could have done with, a cut sequence of him in Afghanistan this week or, uh, you know, maybe like in the training for to be Captain America. Like, I don't know. I just feel like we needed a little bit more, but w- so that I guess it only makes sense because they're, you know, he's going to turn to the dark side and we want to be able to fully root for him, root against him. Yeah, right? I agree with you. I think that they could have done more to, to make him to, to see what he was toying with, like the decision that he was making. And like just to show some something about him being heroic because he's just a total dick this whole time. And he is. He's and he's a weenie. Like he's definitely like not cool. You know. He's like, hey guys, what are you doing? It's not good. You gotta stop. <laughs> uh, so it's like it sucks. Yeah. And we really only see him go to the dark side after um, Lamar, uh, his uh, buddy, his sidekick, Battlestar is is kicked really hard, and. One of those, you know, really interesting Marvel deaths you don't think about, like the way that they move in this show and these movies, kill a regular guy. Yeah. Yeah. You get kicked hard enough, thrown up against the wall, and your head hits it, you're done. I mean, this is like, that's like the, the Gwen Stacy death, right? Like she. Yeah. You, you don't. Yeah. It's so subtle. You're like, well, I don't know. She can't be dead. Um, And so. Yeah, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. And so he already had taken the, the serum and he was already going a little crazy. Um, and this puts him over the edge. Um, so, so, and then so he's, you know, we see him start to track down these other super soldier guys moving really fast, like how Steve used to move. Um, he's also bleeding in a couple different areas. So he could have had like a concussion or something. Mm. And um, finally, we end up outside in a town square where uh, he 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 cores this guy to death who, with the, you know, with the vibranium shield in front of a crowd of, you know, maybe 20, 30 people and Falcon and, you know, Winter Soldier. Right. And Carly and um, Carly. And he's on camera. And, you know, and this is definitely what they're talking about with the whole world is watching. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, let's talk about this scene. So, you know, I think that they've, you know, it's interesting to see the MCU like try to tackle like prescient issues like in today's society. And I definitely think that they're, you know, talking and alluding to different stuff here. Right. And this is a, you know, uh, you know, it's not something that we don't see, you know, in our regular lives that because we have these phones, and the world of, you know, communications has changed so much. When people fuck up, it's recorded. It sure is. And it, and it goes viral very quickly, especially yeah. with, like, a major public figure like this in this universe, right? Like, because it, it calls back to um, Black Panther. Yeah. Uh, when when he's chasing Claw in, in that film, and he's like, he wants to kill him. <laughs> but it's like, everyone's watching. Stop. Right. But that's because he has his support system and he ain't crazy. Um, but yeah, no, he just goes right over the edge and he doesn't even think about what he's doing. And it's like this guy, he didn't 
kill your friend. You're just taking it out on him. Um, right. And he, he's blinded by rage. Uh, so the fallout, I mean, that image of that bloody shield, holy crap. Um, yeah, pretty iconic. You know, um, th- there's definitely some p- panels I think people have been tagging, you know, that have had like blood on the bottom of the shield. Um, but yeah, I think that image kind of stands alone. That's one of the first things I saw when I woke up yesterday. Same. Uh, so, you know, um, it's interesting that, you know, in this world's Captain America, you know, could fall like this so fast. You know, I think people are going to be, if you think about it, like, um, like imagine if we were just like living and doing a podcast about them in the MCU, you know, like what? Like he was, he wasn't, he just named Captain America two weeks ago. <laughs> like, right. What the fuck? Like, how did he fuck this up so fast? You know, yeah. like what's going on? And um, it's a PR nightmare. Like he, and I'm sure that Bucky and Falcon are not going to be spared because they were there. Right. You know, like I think that there's going to be fallout from that as well. I agree with you. I, and uh, that was what I was thinking. I was like, oh, that's not good that they're also probably caught on camera watching him do this. Yeah, that's not good. Like, <laughs> you know, so <laughs> well, it's and, and what yeah. it goes to is like, will a will there be a Captain America at the end of this series at all because of this? And, and B, like because they were there. If there is a Captain America, could it even be one of them because they were there watching? Um, right. It's it's definitely it's definitely interesting. Um, not necessarily the way I thought it was going to go. Um, yeah, Steve's legacy is just like. I mean, Steve's legacy will forever be beautiful, but like what his um, predecessor is doing, or his successor rather, is doing here is 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 terrible Um, yeah it's 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 bad so what i think this does allow them to do though is to kind of let captain america be captain america and that's why falcon will just be falcon with the shield (laughs) Mm. you know and they will kind of change it and it'll be a new hell it could end up even being bucky yeah you know like it, it we don't we don't know yet so let's not go fully there but you know, with that wraps up another episode of uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier. We now got two episodes left. I'm anticipating some big shit in this next episode. What about you? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, Zemo's on the run. I don't think we've seen the last of him. Um, there's the power broker stuff. There's stuff with, with Carly. And I think this next fallout from this uh, incident is going to be a huge crux of it. And I think it's going to be a very big conversation episode. And more into the um, kind of the the depth and the questions that are being posed by the show than necessarily a big action set piece. Um, yeah. So I, I'm all for it. I think it'll be great and and setting up the finale in two weeks. So uh, thanks for listening, everyone, and, and going along the ride with us. Um, uh, we're going to keep going with this show and then we've got some more MCU content that we're going to roll out. Um, very excited to, to dive back into from, from the older films and uh, yeah. continue on with what, whatever else Marvel has to throw at us this year. Um, so as always, we are the Long Lost Heroes podcast. Uh, you can find us on www.longlostheroes.net. You can email us at info at longlostheroes.net. 
Uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. Uh, please leave us a rating and review. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, you can find us on the social media channels, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LLH Podcast. Anything else for you, AJ? I am good, guys. I am good. All right. Have a good week, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Catch you next week. Thank you.